Okay, let's begin our discussion of Parshas Tazria Mitzora Tavshin Ayin Ches after a couple of weeks uh, break for Yantif. And again, over the next couple of weeks uh, here, B'nai Eretz Yisrael, we are a week ahead of uh, B'nai Chutzla Eretz. We will, uh, t- I think, have Achtus again uh, before Shavuos, Bahar B'chukosai. Uh But the Torah is the Torah, no matter what week uh, we hear it. But uh, let's get into Parshas Tazria Mitzora, the Parsha that is mostly <laughs> the focused on Tzara'as, but we will see a number of points to mention. I also will end off uh, with a couple of thoughts on the Haftorah, which in Eretz Yisrael, it will be Machar Chodesh, so it won't really, really be the Haftorah, because Rosh Chodesh is Sunday, Monday, but in Chutz Laaretz, it will be the Haftorah, but either way, it's the Haftorah of Mitzorah, which we don't always get to talk about. It's an amazing Haftorah, so we will have two thoughts on, on that uh, as well. Okay, so we start off with the beginning of the parsha, which discusses the carbon of Yoledes. Carbon Yoledes, after a woman is zocha to have a baby, she has to bring a set of carbonos. Set of carbonos. Bismana without a base of Migdash, we know that a woman owes the carbonos. Then every woman will have to bring all the carbonos that she owes for each of her children. Says the Pasik, Pasik Vav, on the days of her Tara her tara days being finished, as we know, the days of Tumma, the days of Tara, seven and thirty-three. 14 and 66, parallel days of Tum and Tara. So she brings Karbanos in the base of Megdash. Tavi Kevis ben El Pesach She brings an Ola and she brings a Chatas. Hashem and the, the Kohen is Makravin in front of Hashem. V'chiper Aleha and he achieves Kapara for her. And she is now Tahora. She is fully Tahora. So it's already noted by the Rishon and by the Gemara even that we have a carbon chatos here, even though it doesn't seem like anything wrong was done. A woman has a baby, one of the greatest simchas in the world, and there's a carbon chatos here. Chatos is generally associated with chet. There Are there any exceptions to the rule? Not too many, right? The Nazar also brings a chatos. Why does the Nazar bring a chatos? Machlokas between the Ramam and the Ramban. But, what, what, but she brings a chatos. And it also says in the, in the next pasik that it is hukrav v'chiper aleha. Kapara is also usually associated with a sin that was that was uh, committed. Rashi says Rashi vehikrivo lolamedcha shein maalkva lecho bakachim alechamehem veizehu zechata shemar vechiper alakoyin v'tahera mishu balachaper boatara tzvuya. After she brings this carbon, she could go into the base of mikdash. She could eat carbonos. Again, Rashi's emphasizing the carbon chatas plays a role. That is the kapara element. V'tahera michal shad kan kuriyat tamei. And the question is, again, the Gemara in Yid already asks this, what exactly is the chait of, of, this, uh, of this woman? So we know the Gemara talks about the shvua that she makes, that when she's in paid in childbirth, she swears that she will never be with her husband again and never want to have another child. Uh, and, there, and we know that after the pain subsides and the experience, uh, the pain of the experience uh, fades somewhat from, from the mind, so then a woman wants to have another baby. So it's like a chatas al shem ha'asid. Kind of that they, even though the shvuah was taken and maybe still at this point a month or a couple months later she's not ready yet but it's still Hashem Asid and if that's true then it's similar to the Ramban by Nazir as we just mentioned the Ramban which discusses why does a, a Nazir bring a chatas because he's no longer being a Nazir he's no longer it's Hashem Asid right the Rambam says no it's for being a Nazir in the first place so it's all past so it's a similar parallel if we say that it's because the woman's shvua will be violated so it's a carbon al shema asid so too it's like that like that Ramban but let's see what Rav Salvechik says in source number one quoted here in Rav Shachter's Divrei, Divrei Harav he quotes the Kleyakar the Kleyakar connects this as we know whenever there is sin connected to a female it's always going to go back to Chava Always somehow going to go back to Chava. Why don't women do Kiddush Levana? The Mother Shlach says, because Heim Garmu Pekam HaLevana. What does that mean? Something to do with Chava. Right? Whatever uh, certain um, different minhagim are, are mentioned. So the Kleyakar here too mentions that this Kapara goes back to the first sin. HaAvon HaKadum Shal Chava. Shagaram Latsar Leida. So well, what does that mean? What is the, how is this going back to Chava, the pain of Leida? Right, Chava ate from the Eitzadas. What does that have to do with a woman having a baby? She brought death. She brought life. Okay, but let's see deeper. Vanir levar bazet. Tine Hakadosh Baruch Hu Asar Ala Adam Veishto Achilas Eitzadas. Rav Solvejik starts off by asking a classic question. Hashem said to man, 
and man and woman, Adam and Chava, you're not allowed to eat from the tree of knowledge. And yet, what's life about? Knowledge. Life's about gaining knowledge. What did Shlomo HaMelech ask for? He had everything. What did he ask for? Knowledge. Hashem said, you ask for that, you ask good. And you can have everything now. So life's about, what's the first bracha we say in the Bakashos? Chaneni, Deya, Bina, Vahaskel, give me knowledge. And yet the first mitzvah that humankind received was, do not eat from the tree of knowledge. How are we supposed to understand that? That's the goal of life. Wouldn't it be God's greatest gift and, and wish that we should eat from the Eitz We should be so smart, such wisdom, be so connected to Him. What's, what's wrong with that? And many Rishonim, when they discussed the concept of Tselem Elohim, they discussed that in the context of Chachma Vadas. How we Tselem Elohim. We're, because we have Chachma and Das. Right? So, so what is it? So many different shows exactly what the Eitz Das did, but just in general terms. What was wrong with the Eitz Das if the goal of life is to get Das? To put it simply. Vahanir al-Lafarish, Bazel, line 16, so he says a very... A uh, well-known idea in other contexts, but he puts it, Rav Salvechik puts it in this context. The Gemara in the end of the third parak of Meseches Nita. Daf Lamed Amabes. Darash of Simloi. We know the Gemara tells us that in utero, the baby is taught Kala Tarakula. In utero, he is the greatest Chavrus, he learns the entire Torah. V'kiva Shabal Avir HaOlam, B'malach Sotra Alpiv. And on the way out, the Malach makes the fetus, makes the baby now, forget all of the Torah. And that's why he quotes the Ramon Yeradeya, what's one of the reasons for the Minog of a Shalom Zachar is Avelus for all the Torah that was lost. And we want to give, uh, make the baby feel better that uh, he lost uh, all of the Torah. But either way, one second, this baby is full of Torah and this Malach is sent and boom, he caused him to forget the entire Torah. Futamua. Imagine a human being trying to get another human being to forget the Torah that he learned. It's terrible. And now, this Malach, it doesn't seem like it's the Yetzirahara that's doing it. The Malach Amaves, doesn't seem that way from the Gemara, that it's one of those, one of those uh, evil Malachim, right? So what, it's one of the other, uh, appropriate Shlichim of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So, Vanir Lomar Bazeh. Says Rav Salvechik, Life's not just about getting das. Life's about getting das by working hard for it. They're working hard. If we get it without the work, then it's not worth anything. It's an unbelievable maila. What does Amelus Batora mean? It doesn't mean that I have to not understand something at the first time I understand, I work at it. I, if I read a Tosas and understand it right away, I didn't have any Amelus Batora. No, but if I didn't understand it for an hour, that's Amelus. Okay, that's definitely one of the level of Amelus. What if I understood it? No, Amelus means never stopping to learn. Limutmidi. Dedication. Dedication. Constant dedication. That's what Amelus Batora is. I don't have to not, try not to understand it. Not to be upset, I'm not succeeding. And that's Adob Kiyomus Ba'ohel, Ein Miskayimus Alba Misha Memis Atzmo Alel. V'chein Amru Ba'avos, Kachi Darkashal Torah. Right, this is the way to work hard in Torah. Pas b'malak tochal, as the as the Mishnah says. Not that you have to eat bread and salt, but if that's all that you had, you have to be ready to still dedicate your life to Torah, even under those conditions. And he quotes, if you're going to quote any story in Shas to um, illustrate this, that's the story of Hillel in Yuma Lamed, Lamed Hay. Where Hillel was on the roof because he couldn't pay his way in, and then it started snowing, and he still was learning. He was putting his ear to the skylight because he wanted to learn from Shmaya and Avtayon. But that is Kenyan Torah. Kenyan Torah is only done through hard work, and if we gain it without it, then it's it's not meaningful and it's not going to last. He doesn't mention it, but I'll just add: almost every amazing inspirational moment in Tanakh did not last if it wasn't worked hard for. Right? Klai Yisrael Mamed Ar-Sinai. It was more Mitzad Hashem. Yes, they, we prepared for three days. 
But it was really a Kaddish Baruch Hu coming down, Chayta Egel, soon afterwards. Right? Eliyahu Bahar Carmel. Unbelievable. Hashem Elohim. It didn't last. Right? When there are unbelievable events without the hard work leading up to it, then it's not going to last. Sheshitas HaTorah 37. We can't be Kona Chachma without the hard work. Every every gift from Hakadosh Baruch Hu, as the Gemara says in the Brachas Tafei, he quotes. This is the first statement of Rav Shmuel Bayachai in all of Shas. Gimel Matanos Tovos. That's Hakadosh Baruch Hu Yisrael. Hashem gave three Matanos to the Jewish people. What are the three gifts that Am Yisrael have? and they all only come with difficulty. Torah, Eretz Yisrael, and Olam Haba. All three. So Amelus is part and parcel of of what we do and who we are and what we have to what we have to acquire. So what does this have to do with us? Let's turn the page for a moment. Venira says Rev Salvechik, That was the chait. What isn't the goal of life to have das? So why did Hashem asser it? Hashem was saying, I want you to have das, but I need you to work hard for it. Not to get it on a silver platter, not to just like say, oh, this is good. And that doesn't mean that if you go to a shear and it's very clear and you understand everything, that there's no concept of amelus. If I go to the shear every single day and I dedicate my life to the shear, it can be the clearest shear in the world. Doesn't mean that's, that's a lack of amelus. Amelus doesn't mean. Some think that amelus means I have to crack my head and, and see if I don't understand it and then try to un- understand it. Obviously, to understand it on a deeper level, not on a superficial level. But, just dedicating my life. Sheba'achila mimenu. Ah, so what about Adam Arishon? Hashem said, don't eat from it. Why? Because Hashem was saying, working hard is part of the ingredients of the goals of life. And if you just eat from it, it's, it's not the end, it's not the ends that are important only. Sheba'achila mimenu noflim b'mocho yediyos v'chaklos b'bliyagiyah. You'll be like the baby coming out, Adam. Take it from Yad. If Adam didn't want to accept it and get it right away, we would have had to work a little bit. Hashem would have maybe eventually allowed Adam to eat from the tree, but he got to work a little bit. He wanted no work. What's his punishment? Lots of Yigiyah. Mida Keneged Mida. You wanted to get it without Yagiyah? The two areas where, where we, he wanted quickly. He wanted a, right, the, there's the Eitzachayim also. He wanted to live forever and gain everything quickly. No, no, you gotta work for a living and you gotta have difficulty with children. Right, those areas which you wanted to quicken. And he quotes, Venira, he quotes, that's the Pshad of the Kleyakar. Why? Let's go back to the, remember what the Kleyakar say. A woman having a baby is going back to the chait. Because this amelus in childbirth, there's no greater amelus than that. There's no work that a man could possibly do. Right? That, that, that's the woman, but the man has to make a living and has to spend his life worrying about parnasa and daga and all of that. So that goes back to the chait of Adam and Chava. Because the reason that it was niknas upon them was because they wanted to try to Cut, shortcut, without the hard work, and therefore, life's about hard work. And when a woman has a baby, that chatas is going back to the original chait, which this pain is just a symptom of the original of what happened. And he talks about Davka, why, why Parnasa, and why Banim, in the next paragraph. His two greatest needs were Parnasa, to be able to eat and to live, and children, to see that he continues uh, generations, he says that's that's the uh, that's what happened, and that's why Adam Arishon uh, has to bring it. And again, we've discussed in the past; he does it at the end also. So many sins, so many of the chatam in history were about a lack of patience, right? It's not exactly the same point, right? He's saying you have to wait and have the hard work; you can't have quick fixes. So it's similar to the idea that how many chatam were because of a lack of patience? Of course, the chet egal one extra day, shal hamelach. Didn't wait for for Shmuel. Maybe the, there's a there's a sources that say if Adam would have waited till Shabbos, he would have been able to eat from the Eitzadas. So that's why there are many mitzvos that force us to wait. As a tikkun, as a tikkun, he quotes at the end. 
He says, we have to, uh, but we have, uh, Shiva Nikiyim. When we have by a, or even just Shiva Yamin, by a Nida, Shiva Nikiyim. Or we have Arla, right? We have, now let check, uh, eat an animal until you, until you check. Rov Dini Torah. Discipline. Right, that's eight days. There are many mitzvahs that that implant in us the idea of of uh, waiting and connected to that, the working hard and not getting quick uh, quick answers and quick solutions. Okay, moving right along to the topic of saras, which is the major topic in our in our parsha. We have. Again, there's a lot to talk about. In Parag Yud Gimel, we have this discussion of Saras, and we have different signs of what Saras is. So if we would have asked anybody on the street, what is the sign of Saras? They would have said white spot. Right? White spot. That's what we think, when we think of a person with Saras, we think of white spots. That's what we think about. White is the symbol. And that's what the Pasuk says in Parakut Gimel, Barakwan is a nega barabasar, Visear Banega Hafachlavan, if the hair in the nega turns to white, Umara Nega Mokmiar Basaro, Negatsarasu. It is Saras Varoa Kohen Vitimeo, so the coin sees it, and is Batame. So it's clear a white spot is a simon of Saras. Isn't it interesting here in the Otra Satora? They ask White in general symbolizes purity. White. Akala wears white on the day she gets married. Right? White is always Tara. Right? If you just think about next week's Parsha. Achremos Kedoshim. We have the Avodas Yom HaKippurim. Avodim Kippurim. What happens? We have a white ribbon. And when the Sir Lazazel goes off the cliff and there's Kapara for Klai Yisrael, right? If it stays white, good. If it's, if it's red, I'm sorry, if it turns white, then it's Tara. And if it doesn't turn white, then it stays red. So white is Tara. White is Kapara. All of a sudden, in Ilkha Saras, white symbolizes Tumah. So which is it? Ask the Ozer Zatorah. Makshim amafarshim. Shebeparsha. Seinu lameidamanu. Shetseva lavan. Simen lenego latuma. Vilul gabi sira. Mishtaleach lazozel. Biyama kipurim. Vesir lazozel. Matzinu shetseva lavan. Simen taru. It's tar. As we know the Gemara in Yuma. They used to tie a Lashon Zohores. Al Pesach ha'ula mibachutz. They saw it when everybody saw it become white. Hilben ayu smechin, lo hilben ayu atzeu tuvin. They put it away so nobody could see it. So why all of a sudden by negayim does it turn the opposite? Just thinking now, interesting. We had about five or six years ago. I don't remember exactly when we had a t- similar question, but a t- in a totally different context. In the Old Testament also, in Parshas Vayeshev, like seven years ago, where he spoke about there that there was an ish, there was an ish, and what happened? There was an ish by Yosef. And by Yosef, the Ish, you know, sent Yosef to his brothers. That Ish was not, was not, uh, helpful. And elsewhere we find Ish was Malach Gavriel. In Sefer Bracious, right? So is, so is an Ish a good? Is Ish? So, we'll get back to that now. But here, is Lavan good? Is Lavan not good? So Venera Levire, he explains. Inherently Lavan is Tara. As we know, we wear white on Yom Kippur. Akala is white. Why does it, white is Tar? But if somebody's involved in Averos, everything becomes impure. Doesn't matter how much purity one's involved in. One has Lashon Hara. One is involved in Rechilus. All the other Averos that are mentioned relating to, to Tsaras, just Lashon Hara is the most famous one. But he says, Starting the greatest zechuyos in the world that somebody has turns red if they are involved in averes ben adol chaveru. Vatseva halavan shusema latara nefach latuma. Person shouldn't think that they're protected. My Torah will protect me if I'm involved in averes ben adol chaveru. V'yal yachshov adam ki tov oseh bazeh shemidaber maor ariv umaisav tahoremaim no lovalo tamehu v'nega yigraba ahalo. Doesn't matter about all of the, obviously it doesn't mean that, you know, Benadam Chaveru is it, and there's no Benadam Lamakom. But Hashem holds all mitz, all Averos and Mitzvos, Benadam Chaveru, in a very special place in his heart, Kaviyachal. As we discussed in the past, on a Tzibor level, right, we know, 2,000 years, Sinas Chinam, outweighs Avodah Zarah Gilei Rai Shvichas Domim. 
So we see it just from them. We see Maraglim versus, versus Egel. Many sources. The Meshachachma discusses this in Parshas Beshalach. But either way, that's the message. Then he quotes a story. Sipur Abitzemach Shlomovitz. Shabir Achas Balita. Pertzapa Machlokas Gedola. There was a big Machlokas. Shaisa Tushas Manrav. A major Machlokas. Many people involved. Until finally one of the sides won. One of the sides won. Shagavar Tzadechot Vamachlokas Shachacha. Liachar Zman. Higiyat Hamachacham Leir. All of a sudden there was a great orator that came to the city. And he was on the side of the... Once who lost the machlokes, and he came and he got it going again, and he was, was getting into the uh, getting into the action. Salant heard about this this machlokes, and he said it the following, turning over. We think of, we think of the Yitzhahara as you know, I'm going to get this guy to not daven with kavana. I'm going to get this guy to forget benching. I'm going to make this guy insult his friend. We think of the H. Sahara as, as, as having a very immediate, short-term goals. That's what we think. I'm going to cause machlokas in this shalom bias. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. We think of him as a very short-term thinker. But explain me, Salmi Salant, it could, it's not true. Meaning, he's not only, sometimes he has a very long view too. Sometimes the H. Sahara could plant a seed and do something that he's planning a huge, terrible thing in the future. Yesh v'hayetzahara megado Yehudi u'mefatem oso b'shivim shon o'sholim ad-Torah kedosha seventy years hakol kedesha yuchal lahatzis machlokas all in order to create machlokas. If a Talmud Chacham gets involved, what a great chil Hashem that would be. That's going to be awesome. So the Sahara could even help and cause and encourage someone to become a huge Tamar Chacham, representative of Torah, knowing that, that he's going to trip him up at the end. Shekain Beroso Tamar Chacham, Kulam Yishmulo, V'yizchavu B'machlokes, they'll be even worse. Says, and that's what happened to this Tamar Chacham. He came to town, there was, it was finally calmed down, and he, bur- he burned it up again. He burned it up again. With all of his Torah, he loses his Simon Torah. The white becomes red. Doesn't matter how much Torah a person might know, the color white, which is symbolic of Torah in Kala Torah Kula, you know, turns red when it comes to Baal, to Abba Machlokas and Abba Shanhara. And he says, maybe that's even the Pshat, unusual. The Pshat of, we know the Gemara tells us that Yochanan Kohen Gadol was a Kohen Gadol for 80 years, and then he became a Tztuki at the end of his life. So what does that mean? So he explains, maybe that's all part, it was all part of the plan. It was all part of the plan. It wasn't stop. Oh, he was 80 and then he finally got him. No, it was all part of his plan. He knew he could get him in the future. So he, he, he caused him to be able to be a Kohen Gadol for 80 years and then turn over. And that's what he, he quotes from Davana Melech, so fair Russia la tzaddik, umevakish la miso. Right, he sees, he has a long-term view, long-term view, and that's what we have to recognize and realize when it comes to uh, the Eight Sahara in general, long-term, short-term views, and the message here that Tahara, all our whites, is meaningless if we can't uh, focus and work on our Beinah Dama Chavera. Okay, another detail of Inyan Saras. Towards the end of Parakut Gimel, we have some of the halachos after we describe what exactly, how a person gets saras. We discussed on his head, on his beard, right, on his body. So what does he have to do? So pasuk memhei, v'hatsarua sherboanega, v'tsarua, interesting lashon, hatsarua that has the nega. Let's see the man who has the nega. V'tsarua who has the nega. Chazal pick up on that. He has to rip his clothing. His head has to be disheveled. He has to have a cloak to his mustache. He shall call. What does that mean? He shall call. Same thing. Rashi. Mash, so who's the he? Who's the Yikra? You could read the Pasik. We should call him. He should call he. Any passerbyer should call the one who is Tameh. Tameh, Tameh, Yikra. Call him Tameh. You pass by a Mitzorah. Hey, Tameh, how are you? Rashi says not. 
Tamei Tamei Yikra is talking about the Tamei himself. It's talking about the Mitzorah. Val Tamei Tamei Yikra, Mashmiya Shehu Tamei. Rashi knows that it's unclear in the Pasuk. So he's quoting the Gemara. He lets everyone know that he is Tamei. Mashmiya Shehu Tamei, Manu. So that people will be Zahir and not go close to him and contract Tuma. Is it, is it, um, an Isser to become Tame Mishum Saras? It's just not a good idea. Right? Saras is Matame. But oh hell, so Avera, it's, it's Avera for you to, if you did, if I get Saras, that means I did Averas. It's not a specific Avera to get Saras. It's a mitzvah of dealing with Saras. It's an Isser of cutting off Saras spot. But that's Tame Tame Yikra. Says the Shlach Kadosh. Source number five. Says the Shlach Kadosh. Mikan Ramaz, I was just last week in, uh, in Tveria, right by the Shlach Kadosh. Right by the Rambam and uh, the other Tanon, Yochanan and Zakai, and the Shlach Kadosh. So the Shlach says, Mikan Ramaz Lashar Merchazal, Kala Posel Bimumo Posel. The Gemara says towards the end of Mesechah's Kedushin, anyone who insults is really a reflection that he really has that problem. If I label somebody else with a problem, it means that I have that problem. Kala Posel Bimumo Posel. Shahamitsora Hu Hatamei. Vikore lechaveiro tamei. Right? Tamei, tamei yikra. What does that mean? Says the Shlach Kadosh. A person who gets saras is a Baal Lashon Hara, is a Baal Mariva. He's calling other people tamei. Tamei. Tamei yikra. A tamei person is the one who calls other people tamei. Tamei, tamei yikra. V'chein katsav Rambam. The Rambam says at the end of Yisurei Bia. V'chein kol aposel tamid. This is unbelievable in the context and based on the Gemara Kedushin. If there are certain midos in a family, they're always fighting, they're always arguing, you have to check their yichus, the Gemara says. If, if somebody's always calling other people mamzerim, you have to check his lineage. And the Baal Shem Tov says, unbelievable, maybe that's a deeper drush on the Mishnah. Mishnah B'Sechaz Even though most of us aren't familiar with M'Sechaz Negoim too much, all about Inyani Saraz. There's one Mishnah that many of us know because it's a, a Mishnah that many Bali Musr use. The Mishnah tells us, which means, even if I'm a Kohen, I can't look at my own Saraz spot. I can't decide about my own Saraz spot. Because I'm not, I'm not going to be objective. Right? So that's the, uh, used by Bali Musr. You can never see your own faults. Right? I need someone else. But the Baal Shem Tov darshins al derech drush. Put the comma in the wrong place. Any negayim that a person says, chutz, meaning puts out of him, calls other people, any nega that somebody says chutz about, Michel atzmo. It's really inside of him. It's really inside his own his own minige atzmo. Call an agam shadar roa b'chut eitzel acherim zem minige atzmo. Zan agam shalosh shirak roa osam eitzel acherim. Right? If you're calling somebody else that, then we have to, right? Uh, we have to be uh, wary, as as the saying in Hebrew goes, misha midaber. As they say, you know, look who's talking. Look who's talking. So we have to. The Gemara already says that. And then he tells a story here. Misaprim here in the Lachos Benoam Hashem. He has on a story about a milk supplier. Misaprim al chelban. There was a milk supplier of a certain town that he always um, delivered milk and he was taken, he was called to court. He had Asman to come to a, to a court and he, never, he was very honest. He was very upset. He's never been to a court before. He doesn't know what's going on here. Who called him? He's a straightforward, honest person. What's going on here? Doesn't know why he's called Afpam Lo Rima Shikir Uganav. Who Gamlo Shasal the Shochri never got drunk. Davar Ha'asur. Who Lo Yada Lama Mazinim Sol Mishpat. He doesn't know why he got this Hasmana. Why he got this summons to come to court. Avala Ofe Yada. The baker in town. The baker in town knew why. Why? The baker set it all up. The baker always bought Chema Ugvina Meachelbana Mekomi. The baker always brought his dairy products from the Chelban. One time he thought to himself, he thinks that the milk supplier, the dairy supplier, is cheating people. He says he's giving them a kilo, but he's giving them less than a kilo. And he did, and he measured. He said sometimes it was 90, sometimes it was 80. 
he saw this milk supplier, this milk supplier is, is cheating people. So he brings up the court, brings up the court, and the whole the, the whole checked, checked it out, and there it was. So the day came, the baker comes to court, the milk supplier comes to court, and they're standing. And he may olam lo ras He's never been in a court before. Doesn't know what's going on. He's very scared and nervous. He never spoke to a judge before. So he says, the judge says to him, towards the bottom, I assume that you have an exact scale of, you know, how much what to weigh things. I assume you have an exact scale. He says, no, your honor, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't. He says, you don't? He says, so how exactly do you measure? You must be cheating people. Hey, you think this is, this isn't? I mean, sometimes people could be professionals. You know, you pick something up, you know how much it weighs. My wife's a pediatrician. She can pick up a baby and know exactly how much the baby weighs. But again, this is, uh, this is dealing with Dini Mominus. But says the, how do, how do you know? The chauffeur is screaming. Says the baker, says the dairy producer, Chas v'shalom. No, I have a way. Every day I get bread from the baker. And I get a kilo of bread from the baker. And I put that kilo on one side, and I know whatever equalizes on the other side of the bread, I know that's a kilo. And he turns to the baker. And the baker realizes that he's done. Right? When we call other people, you know, it's really, it's really us. If you're chutz, if you're calling somebody by the name, if somebody's a balmachlokas, you gotta look inside. You gotta look inside so we know who is cheating who. But that is the, that is the, uh, shloa kadosh, tamay, tamay yikra. Right? Someone who is tamay calls other people tamay. Tamay, tamay yikra. Okay. Chazal tell us reasons for tzaraz, haguf. As we know, the Gemara tells us uh, that, you know, goes through a whole litany, a whole list of, of chatayim. The Gemara also discusses, you know, why it is that we get negayim in our houses. And there are actually contradictions somewhat in terms of the sources. You gotta put it all together. Whether it's a good thing, Rashi quotes, it's a, it's a gift. So we break down our houses and see the uh, treasures inside, while others say, no, Hashem first hits our house, and then if we don't get the message, he hits our begadim, and then if not, he hits our, he hits our bodies. But nige begadim per se, Chazal don't focus on. Which sin it's because of? Why our clothing would get saras? Vahabege kiebo nega saras, says the Klayakar. Now we'll see it in the Klayakar, source number seven. Nige begadim vahabatim belisafik shinabamisarateva. As we know, a nega on clothing, you know, it's not normal. It's interesting. The Gemara says three things in Sanhedrin, I, and Aleph. Three things might not have ever happened. Right? Ben Sora, Mora, and then by, and a, uh, Irani Dachas, and a Bayes Amanuga. The Gemara doesn't say a Begin Amanuga. Just Bayes Amanuga. So everybody could understand and accept that a piece, a shirt would get Saras. But a house getting Saras? Nah, never. Interesting. They both seem to be miraculous for us. But either way, so the, the Kleoker talks about, you know, what is it? So those two are obviously miraculous. So therefore, that's Megala and even Negei Guf. That's also miraculous. It's not what we call today leprosy. Leprosy is a disease that we know comes with certain uh, uh, symptoms and illnesses and causes. That's not the Tzara'as of the, of the Torah. V'hakar Lamar says the Ekleyakar, uh, what I think, and again, this is like the Rambam's Nirali, right? That he's coming up with his own shot here. Right, but it's not not in Chazal. He thinks it's coming because of haughtiness. How often do we use our clothing as a way of picking ourselves up and putting other people down? Like Rabbi Yochanan in Shabbos called his clothing his mechab dosei. My clothing give me honor. Right, clothing could do so much to a person. We're mechabed Shabbos. The alkane, and that's like, what do we, what do we have to do to a beged? We have to burn it. Cause fire goes up, like this person brought himself up. The way that he gets cleansed is going to a mikvah in water. Water goes down. And this person needs to go down 
to be masakain his spiritual and religious personality. Okay, chametz, right? Chametz also symbolizes the sar shev It rises. It has to be burned. Water symbolizes humility. Water always flows down. And that's what's needed to be metaher, to be metaher this person. And that's the gasus, uh, and that's what means gasus aruch. That's what he also says, spreading. Spreading, line 15. Right, you have to be, to go to the extreme. As the Rambam says, you gotta have, uh, right, by the two midos, you have to have, go to the extreme. And that is gaiva and kas. Right, we have to be totally the opposite of gaiva. And that is, uh, says the Klayakar, what he thinks, nige batim kamav. Again, the root of gaiva is the reason for many of the Averis that nige guf come from. Lashon Hara is really at root gaiva. I hold myself above someone else and therefore I could talk about them in a certain way. Right, that's Lashon Hara. Somebody is not sure of themselves. They're trying to pick somebody, themselves up at someone else's expense. But the Klayakar says that's uh, nige begatim. That's one shot. There's another idea based on the words of the Hagyona Shel Torah. But Sion Fierer, who we haven't seen his words in a while, but uh, he always has something creative to tell us. Hagyona Shel Torah, he has a number of uh, svarim out. So here he goes through, he has a halacha. Bigay nigay begadim. Only applies to two slash three materials. The Pasuk says, Wool and linen. Those are the only two. If I get saras on a cotton shirt, it's not saras. If I get saras, let's say I have a metal armor. There's no saras on metal armor. Only wool and linen. Also leather. And leather. Wool, linen, and leather. So why dafka those? And he quotes the Rambam, Ein metamim v'edagam, Ela begdit semer, u'pishtim bilvat. Oh, ashesio ha'er, v'ashel semer pishtim, v'chein kokli or semer pishtim, or leather. Why those? Lama be'emez yatsud semer u'pishtim. Michlal begadim ha'cherim. So it's fascinating, if we never heard this question before, we could probably try to guess an answer. But we've just never focused on these being the only begadim, the only materials that you get in Ige, right, it's a Pasuk and Chumash. We can focus on it. Semer and Pishtim. Where have I heard that before? What does that remind me of? Semer and Pishtim. Which mitzvah does that remind me of? Obviously, Tzitzis. Tzitzis. Ef Shalomar. Their Shatan is also. But which mitzvah does this remind me of? And some Rishonim say the mitzvah da'oraisa of Tzitzis is only by Semer. With Pishtim. So Shatumas de Gorm et Semer Pishtim, he has Shlomo Latafkid Acher, Shuta Alminim Eilu, Bamakamacher Batora. We know everything in this world exists for a certain reason. Even the inanimate objects, or even the trees. Why is there, why are Semer Pishtim in the world? Why do we have wool and linen? Four cornered garment, the Tiaxus shall Semer, O shall Pishtim Bilvad. Only those two. Aval talas shall charminim, talas of other minim, meshi, semer gefen, big date semer gemalim, all of those, the Ramam tells us, aren't chayev and tzitzis midaraisa, only semer upishtim. What's the purpose of semer upishtim? The mitzvah of tzitzis. What's the mitzvah of tzitzis? Uri'isam oso, uzachartem is called mitzvah Hashem, ba'asisam osam. To look at them and that will lead you to do mitzvahs. Seeing the proper usage of tzemer upishtim could lead us to do mitzvos. The pair that goes along with that mitzvah of tzitzis is nigei begadim. If tzitzis encourages me to do mitzvos before I do the mitzvah, nigei adam encourages me to stop doing the avera after I did the avera. But they're both tzemer upishtim. Those are the defining materials. 
Klomar, Lahaskirlo as a mitzvos lifnesha asosan, Vitumas de Gomez Rapisham Balaskilos and Mitzvos, Acharesha of our Alehem. Tzitzis is pre mitzvah, Nige Saraas on a beged is post Avera. Ki Nigoim Boim al Adam, Bitian Shal Avera Shabiado. Not just Nige Adam, but also Nige Begad de Bechulun. He quotes that from the Bali Atosvos. And that is why we have these items. Why, why, why don't you have Nige Batim, Nige Begadim by any other material? Because you don't have tzitzes by any other material. And you have the same reminder to do mitzvahs and to stop doing the Averis. There's a parallel between the Tzemer and the Pishtim in the mitzvah world and the Tzemer and the Pishtim in the stopping. These are unique materials. Why are these unique materials? That's Xerah Sakasov. And you have to, we have to think about why Dafka that Hashem choose these. But Hashem chose these too. Out of all things that grow, maybe it's the most common, maybe it's the ones that most things are made of. But either way, these are the two. Just one Hosafa though. There's another material. Or, what about leather? See, that's not a problem. Because when you have a category of Samaru Pishtim, that's talking about, as we would put it into the Kuzari's words, the category of Chai. Sorry, Someach. The Tzomchim. Right, domim somechai medaber. Out of all the things that grow, semer upishtim, or separate category, or doesn't grow, or is from an animal. Lachain line thirty-four. Begadim shell or yeshbem tumas degoim avabishem be mitzvah sitzis. Why ki gam biladeim hak balashlema? There's an exact parallel because they're just in a different category. Hak balahi be begadim shabamit somechim yigizas balichayim. Call abegadim. Wool also comes, but wool is, he doesn't put as part of an animal. It's something shorn from the animal. I take it back what I said before. They're both not, uh, But they are gizas ba'alechayim or tzomchim. Kolabagadim isugim elo, shachayim betzitzis, tumeim minigayim. Vakolabagadim isugim elo, paturmitzis darminigayim. But sugim elo, sheishbem gamchi, vagam paturmitzitzis, yeishbohem. If there's a parallel, there's a hargasha, and there's a connection between tzitzis and a gayim. Or, which is in a different category, ha- does not have this hakbala. Okay, you gotta work out that problem with the, uh, with the thought, but the semer with the pishtim, once one hears it, it's glaring. The connection between those two. And the Gemara talks about other contexts, like shatnis, you know, where we would have the parallel whenever you have a, a halacha that has to do with the god. Okay, moving right along. So, we know, Part of the process, let's get into Farsha's Mitzorah now a little bit. The Tahara of a Mitzorah uses birds. Uses birds. What happens? Two birds, one of them the Kohen shechts, and one of them the Kohen sets free. Ask Rav Sarotskin and Lazayim Torah. This reminds us a little bit, the Gemara also connects them to the Shnei Seirim. One is set free to the cliff, and one is shechted. How do we decide which is which in each context? By the seer lazazel and the seer lashem, there's a whole goro, there's a lottery, and it's ke'ilu Hashem's choosing. And what about the tzipari mitzorah? The coin chooses whichever one he wants. Have one to shecht and one to set free. There's no goro. Ezra Saratskin, by the, by the birds, you're choosing life and death. One's going to live, one's going to die. By the Seirim, they're both going to die. The question is, how are they going to die? Are they going to die, Lazazel, or are they going to die being shechted in the base of Migdash? Wouldn't you think that it's a bigger issue, a bigger decision, life and death versus death and death? So why Dafka only by the Seir, by the Seirim, which is a choice between death and death, that's where you have the Goral. And here, between life and death, by the Tziparim, you know what the coin chooses whichever he wants. Isn't that decision more important and significant, so to speak? Says Azlan Torah, unbelievable. The most important things in life, the most important thing in life, obviously, the Chaibohem, and if somebody's life is in danger, you do everything and you violate everything. But ultimately, ultimately, life is not in our control. Ultimately, Hashem decides. We cannot control how long? But we can control what we do in the time we have. 
and in a certain sense, choosing between Lazazel and Lashem is a more important, significant decision for us than between Chaim and Mavis. Because Chaim and Mavis is really not up to us. We do our, our Heshtabus. We do as much as we can. And Hashem tells us that. But ultimately, in terms of the value of the decision, that's what we learned. The Goral is between Lazazel and Lashem. And not by the Si'irin. The Tzipharim, the coin can choose whatever he wants. Melamedes otonu asahefech. Look where it's underlined. The decisions in this world, that's the key. What am I doing with my life is more important and significant than how long will one live? Because that's not in our control. But Lashem and Lazazel is, and that's what's symbolized by the Goral doing that decision, symbolizing its significance and its importance. Okay, let's just finish up with a thought, as I mentioned at the beginning, on the Haftorah. Thoughts on the Haftorah, which again, aren't read in, uh, in Eretz Yisrael this year for Machar Chodesh, but it is the Haftorah for Mitzorah, and it is um, the four lepers, Remember the story, Aram is surrounding Klal Yisrael and the, uh, it's terrible and there's starvation and Elisha, the first couple of Sukkim, only the Temanim say, Elisha says that, you know, um, to the person who's saying, we're all going to starve, Elisha says, well, there's going to be plenty of food and the messenger says, yeah, right. And Elisha says, yeah, you don't, th- you don't believe me? You don't believe me? You're going to see it, but you're not going to live through it to enjoy it. Fine, that's the beginning. But Ashkenazim and the Svarim generally start with Arba Adashim Ayyibasar and the four Mitzoras, lepers. Chazal tell us who these lepers are, Gechazi, Vayomer, and they say, what are we doing here? They're sitting outside the Machana, right? Pasha's Mitzorah. So what are we doing here anyway? We're gonna die either way. We're starving. And we're not allowed to go inside, so we might as well go join the enemy. They go out to join the enemy and they see the entire enemy left. They ran away, the unbelievable nace. Hashem made them scared and they left all their food, they left everything, and they saved the day. These four lepers saved the day. Great. That is the Haftorah. As Rabbi Yonasan Ibishitz in his commentary on Haftorahs in the Avas Yonasan. Yesh Lahavin, source 11. Mazeh Biser HaKadosh Baruch Hu HaBesorah Tobah Dafka. Isn't it unusual that this whole Yeshua Hashem, that Hashem saved Klal Yisrael, because they weren't going to move until these lepers came in and said, we could go out. He brought this Geula through these lepers. He brought this Geula through these, through these, uh, these outcasts. Gechazi, Chazal say terrible things about Gechazi. V'niratam lomar, let me explain. Says Rabbi Nassan Ha'abishas, Ein bedavid ba, Chazal tell us that Mashiach's not coming, Achi adar kulo zakeh, kulo chayev. Unless we really deserve it, or we really don't deserve it. If we really deserve it, we understand. What about if we really don't deserve it? Well, explain to Rabbi Nassan Ha'abishas, Hashem promised. Hashem promised us. We've been through enough. So if we're at the last moment and another second, we would not be identifiable anymore as Zerah Avraham, Hashem's going to take us out. Like in Mitzrayim. 49th level of Tumah, Hashem took us out. So here, it was, it was Ashekul Ochayiv. There were no Zchuyas, but if there were no Zchuyas, we weren't on the level, then Hashem will do anything at that second. Hashem swore, and therefore Mitzrayim, and that's why Kulo by a Mitzorah spot, Kulo Hafach Lavan Tarhu. If you're so gone, Hashem says, "I love you." Hashem says, "You don't have to be out there." through these to be to teach us this that Hashem's going to bring us back, even if we're so far away. And if the door, if the generation doesn't deserve it, they'll bring it even through lepers. Because Hashem's going to bring us back because even though it's a door, Shekulo, Shekulo Chayif. Rav Aaron Salvechik, one of his Svarim, also discusses this in the context of what usually happens at this time. Again, this year in Eretz Yisrael, this, uh, the Tzvim Mitzorah is before the week of Yom Atzmut and in Chutz Laaretz it is in after but either way, one of the questions, one of the theological questions that many wonder about is if after 2,000 years, Klai Yisrael were Zoche 
to come back, to gain independence, to be able to set up a home, to set up political independence, to set up yeshivos, to set up everything. I always like to say the greatest, the greatest philanthropist for Torah learning in the world today is the, the Israeli government. They give more money to Torah learning than anyone else in the entire world. Right? To, to be zochet to something like this, why did it have to happen through people who were so anti? So anti-Torah, so anti... So many. So again, the Emorah Specha talks a lot about this, but Ravar Salvechik says this is the Haftorah. The, the Geula came through the four lepers, through Gechasi. What Gechasi, what, they, what Chazal talk about, about Gechasi in, in, uh, in Parachelech, says, says uh, Ravaran, the beginning... That non-observant Jews led the movement which culminated in the establishment of the state. They argued that the results of such leadership cannot be of great historical significance for the Jewish people. Right? What happened in the Haftorah of this week? Right? What happened? There are many stories of the Malchai Yehud and Malchai Yisrael. But that he, and then he discusses, he quotes the whole story here. The second book of King, bearing on all these arguments, Shomron, Vachum, we're not going to read the whole story. As they became, the, the four lepers went out on the bottom now. The first argument as to how any relief for the Jewish people could be realized through the medium of Apikarsim. By the precedent of the deliverance accorded to the people of Samaria through the medium of the four lepers, this episode shows that no Jew can be excluded from the grace of God. That Yisrael, Avopishachata Yisrael who. It shows that God does not exclude any Jew from salvation and he may therefore designate any even spiritual outcasts as the messengers of relief and deliverance for the people of Israel. We can't know why fully, but it doesn't possible the process. This was Yeshua Sashem Keheref Ayin in the Navi. Consequently, we cannot ignore the significance simply because Jews who stand a substantial distance from any form of observance were at the forefront of the founding. And there's never any coincidence on the Jewish calendar. This is, this is what we recognize as we give Akaras Atov to HaKadosh Baruch Hu for, of, of Yemeshin Oseinu Shivim Shana. Right? For 70 years, you know, it's not, uh, it's not something that we could look back and say nothing has happened over this century. Rahman al-Itzlan, after the terror, the worst tragedy in the history of the world. You know, Kodesh Baruch Hu realized, or Yaakov Kamenetsky writes in the footnotes in Parsha's bow, to recognize, recognize, uh, what a Kodesh Baruch Hu has done for us, and in whatever way we, 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 uh, we follow, to give our Akara Satov and Shoras Akara Satov to Kodesh Baruch Hu. And just to quickly get in one more thought at the end of the Haftorah. The end of the Haftorah leaves us with a, the end of the story. What happens? There was food. They all start running out. Right when the door opens, that Sholish, that, that questioned Elisha said, wow, look at all that food. And everybody runs and they trample him. And they say, he sees all the food. And that's how the Haftorah ends. Vayamos. As of Chaim Kanievsky. Isn't there a halacha? You're not supposed to end with something so terrible and tragic? 14. Hare'en l'sayim b'davarah. Isn't this terrible? So he says, no, it's not terrible. It's, it's showing that HaKadosh Baruch Hu and the Navi keeps his word. The beginning of the Torah, the psukim that most of us don't read, are about... So if you don't know those two psukim, you have no idea what, what's going on here. But those psukim said, you question the Navi, oh yeah, right, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's going to bring it? And your, Elisha says, yes. But if you don't believe it, then you're not going to be Zoha. Those who believe in the Geula will merit the Geula. And that's what we daven for, and that's why it's dafka on an ending B'davar Tov. And the Kaddish Baruch Hu keeps his promise to Klal Yisrael even after thousands of years. Okay, we'll have to stop here. And again, we are a week ahead now, a week off, the next couple, the next uh, month or so. But uh, Torah is Torah and Torah is Ma'achidas, no matter what month we, uh, what week we are listening to it. Okay, we'll stop here.